Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm excited to bring you this episode because this is the 100th episode of the Danny Cola podcast. That's a milestone. It doesn't mean that's the end, but it does symbolize something that was just an idea to now that's something of stature. It's real. 100 episodes real. And I've encountered plenty of people who've impacted me in such a crazy, positive way. Uh, it's pretty remarkable that this kind of thing exists in the year 2019. It's taught me so much about myself. It's taught me so much about wellness and business and culture and people. And it's uh, taught me to ask better questions about how to optimize. And you'd be surprised that when you keep speaking a, a truthful message, the type of people that are attracted into your environment and the type of opportunities that come about. And uh, that's what this episode is about. It's about evolving. It's about growing. It's about physical, mental, emotional, spiritual growth. This episode features Kristen Stafford of Balance Fitness Studio. She is a super smart person. She practices holistic health. She trains so many different people. She's been trained by the great Paul Check. We talk about the chakra system. We talk a little bit about spinal health and how those two kind of come together. And the more you understand the chakra system and the points on the spine and how they transition to real world things and how you can align those things in your life, align your body, align your psyche, and just kind of attune yourself and evolve and grow. It was a great podcast. It was a great conversation. And I look forward to working with Kristen in the future. Check out the show notes. Steel Mace 101 will be at Balance Fitness Studio starting September 16th, and I'm really excited to bring Unconventional Fitness to Oak Park at Balance Fitness Studios. Please check out the show notes, click the link, balancefitnessstudio.com, and sign up for Steel Mace 101. That starts September 16th in Oak Park. That's a Monday at 6 p.m. Check the schedule online. Again, it'll be in the show notes. Check out my Instagram, Danny Cole Fitness. Let's connect there if you have any questions at all. So without further ado, here's episode 100 with my friend Kristen Stafford. Enjoy, everybody. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it takes time. It's, a, it's such a process. And that's, and that's what we have to get people excited for, that it is a process. It's a long game. There's a lot of learning. There's a lot of that uncomfortable times where you have to just acknowledge and then bring it back acknowledge bring it back and keep working on yourself in the ways that we talk about when it comes to movement breathing quality eating rest recovery reflection thinking challenging yourself just enough tapping into flow state i think all these things kind of they coincide and i'll tell you that when i do talk to somebody like you somebody who is just a, a plethora of knowledge in in a, a holistic way of of living I leave here feeling that much more excited and just like, oh, it's just, and I've told you that before, it's just a, it's a comforting feeling that when you are in the presence of somebody who constantly works on themselves, it is energetic, it is something interesting. And, you know, I, I like to think that, again, I, pu I push that off sometimes. Like, I do that with, with my clients and with, with, with my friends. Like, I feel like, you know, I put out my light in a sense too, uh, but we're all human and we all get back to like a, you know, an insecure time. We always have those negative thoughts in our head and I, you know, it's, it's okay to acknowledge that and be there and, and say that, okay, I'm here. You know, what's next? Do I want to sit here? Do I want to be better? Do I want to feel better? Do I want to, so I appreciate you. 
Yeah, like likewise. And to just hear you say that, I'd, that like, what you are perceiving from from what I'm spewing out there, um, it's an honor, and I'm humbled by that truly because I I've learned from some people who I admire so so greatly, and that like I don't I don't feel like I'm on on that level but on the other hand i can see how much i've grown and i'm really proud of that yeah hell yeah you should be thank you yeah to to be be able to think back to 10 years ago and sitting in that first class with paul check and i like i shared with you i had no idea what he was saying (laughs) i had no idea i was really confused and i just it just impacted me in a way and and then i had an incredible experience that was I believe predestined that I was there and he was there that day in order to connect with me and my energy and let me start to open up and learn about myself in a way that I had never experienced. If I looked back and somebody told me that I would be saying this weird stuff 10 years ago, I'm like, you're crazy. And here's another thing too, and speaking of Paul Check, he's the best, right? I've been very, very interested in the stuff that he throws out there and it makes me think and I've really become you know, more self-aware, more in tune and, you know, it's weird stuff, right? But then... Super weird. (laughs) Yeah. And again, it's that balance of like when you're teaching people this, at the end of the day, what are we trying to do? We're trying to become more healed so that we can help heal other people. It's a calling. I don't know what the hell, I don't know how to like explain it, but it's it's something in you, it's something in me, it's something in Paul, obviously, and the people that go and, and try to like learn from him, like they're all trying to take in that information so that they can help people. That's That's the name of the game, right? We're trying to like make a better impression on people, but where I was going with that is it's it's information that's not mainstream and we have to like articulate it in a way so that you know people who are working nine to five they're doing the normal westernized American shit to break down this information that's helpful and to get them in more of a, a, a position to where they could heal themselves yeah. because that's that's super key we the body the mind is able to heal itself we have these mechanisms and systems in place for that it's just not taught and talked about in a way that's simple enough for the masses to understand. It's part of my mission here. It's part of why I'm talking to you. It's part of why we're doing this visually, audially. Yeah. You know, that's why I've, I've been consistent with this. Something pulls me in my podcast room and says, nope, you have to go edit that shit and contact the next person that you think is going to be viable, right? And keep doing it. Now I'm at episode 100 and it's evolving. Like I'm yeah. evolving. Like we're all evolving, but we got to let ourselves kind of, you know, want, we got to let ourselves we got to want to do it. we got to love ourselves. Again, and I think that what you were saying, I'm going to jump in, sure, that the, the piece of evolving, it's almost like we're, we're revolving that same with our own life journeys, that we have to grow. Growth typically ends up being, there's going to be some, at, at the very least, discomfort. Yeah. And oftentimes there's pain within that challenge. And think about it in terms of working out, that when you work out, you're creating breakdown of cell uh, cells and muscle tissue sure. so that you can then go through your healing your immune response to then get stronger right. as a result so i think the same thing on that emotional level but what you were talking about with taking these this thought process and being able to put it out for people to catch on to mainstream i feel like we're we're evolving and we're revolving to what was innate and the way that we all did live as human beings we see so much still within animals and their innate wisdom. We see it within babies and their innate wisdom to, to 
rest and and heal and how like what nourishment they need and that we have shifted so far away from that and it's been a very painful process and as we became so industrialized and so focused into science but it's also wonderful because I love how through science and imaging we can see the aura we can see the colors that the chakras uh, radiate or emanate and that we have science to be able to explain some of the things that are happening within our bodies but on the other hand being able to connect that that we do have intuition we have innate wisdom and we have to listen to that in order to be able to allow the other pieces to actually work and heal yeah for sure like the whole the whole holistic approach to living and wellness is that right it's understanding that and learning about fixing the way that you go about things and fixing I guess a stupid word uh but like like I said, you know, the movement, the nutrition, the breathing, get, getting us more balanced, the, in, the, the information that's coming through our head becomes clearer. And that's what we got to learn to listen to, right? And we, the answers will be there. The answers will be there. You just yeah. got to pay attention, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think essentially that's what, we're, that's what we're trying to do is teach people that, exact that. And, you know, when you go through those, you know, the hero's journey, you take your skills, you go through that challenge, it's going to be hard. And you got to try to find that flow pattern to where, like, okay, this is what I got to do. You trust in the process. It's going to be hard. Bring it back. It's going to be hard. Hopefully, it's not too easy, right? Because then that, you know, again, too hard, too easy. We find, we find issues to where it could be negative to our living and, and the way we kind of go about things. But, again, tapping into the flow, becoming more balanced is a way – to understand the information at such a clear level that the universe, the environment, whatever you want to call it, is telling us. Yeah. What words did you have on your graph when we talked last time? Yeah, so the flow chart, the, the flow state chart. So yep. it's uh, skills on one side and then challenge on the other side. Okay. And then the flow is in the middle. Anxiety is too high on, the, on the higher end and boredom is on the lower yeah. end. And, you know, the whole idea of, of that is finding something that you love to do that you're good at that you've built upon your entire living and you can keep the living. I also think like finding something that you suck at and working towards, you know, like putting together a podcast, like I'm good at talking and I like mingling with people. I think it's the funnest thing about being a human, but like putting this, putting this together and like all the technology, like, I don't know how, to, I didn't know how to edit. Like I, if I force myself to like learn this shit. Yes. So like I'm, yes. I'm building skills, right? Yes. Nonetheless, I'm building skills through this journey that's challenging enough to where I'm, I'm growing and I'm, it's not, it's not bored. Like there's so much to it. Yeah. That I constantly, a year and a half in, I still don't know shit, you know? <laughs> I still don't know anything about it. I'm still trying to figure it out. But it's brought, the, you know, it brought me to you. It brought Steel Mace Oak Park. It brought, yeah. you know, it forced me to learn so much, so much stuff. So, like, my point is, like, you force yourself to learn something and that you build your skills and, and hopefully you like it enough to where it can bring you to this place or not bring you to this place. Just, you know, teach you the lessons along the whole process and that's the whole idea right there's no real destination it's just right the journey the entire time Absolutely. and you're in the state of flux that brings you up and down and and choosing to be active in your journey you can look at it in both ways you can end up being 
too much of a doer and trying to make too many things happen and trying to control so many outcomes and variables. And then you can be on the other side of it that maybe I want to do something, but I'm almost paralyzed in fear. And so I, I'm going to justify that going with the flow and going where it feels ease that, yeah. all right, then you can end up being a little bit too much into the, the yin side of it. Whereas if we want to use yang on the other side of it and that it is, it is again about that balance. But when you look at that yin yang symbol, that it's not a, a line through the center of the circle that makes it black and white, that they are flowing, they're fusing, there are bits of one yeah. in the other. And that's what the, the work is that I do for myself. It's the work that I do with my clients. And yeah, I do think that there is, is a way to be able to look at it a little bit more systematically to have a, a set of tools to be able to um, tune into ourselves. Perfect. So that being said, let's go through that map. Yeah. Right. Uh, we did it. this so so nicely a week ago. But I, when you showed me this this chart, I'm just like, all right, this is great for people to understand, you know, everything that we're trying to do here. So um, I'll let you take the range. We're talking about chakras. We're talking chakra system. I thought this would be very appropriate for my 100th episode honestly it's just like a you know i think this is funny i go back to it when i when i was a kid playing pokemon and like we would evolve to levels and yeah. when you get to like <laughs> you get to like a triple level you get to be another th thing than when you when you first started so i think about that you know as a kid and you know talk about chasing novelty and you talk about living purely kids just like have this perception of yes. like pure living and joyful yes. and fun and we forget that you yes know? Um, so like I think about that kind of shit, but let's 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 talk uh, let's talk chakra system. Let's talk the colors. Let's talk from the ground all the way up and how no. you can't get all the way up there without planting the yep. the base first. Absolutely, right? that that piece of what you're saying about the about kids and how excited they can get about things, and we're so programmed conditioned to move ourselves away from ourselves and anything that seems like it might connect with our child selves is usually banished yeah that, that's immature and we need to be adults and we need to grow up we need to but play we need to play and that's who we started as yeah. we started as that and the root the root is influenced in our first seven years but looking at what i've learned for signs of a healthy solar plexus that that is the ability to spontaneously play yeah and the the idea of play for so many adults is so foreign see it at the parks too seeing parents who aren't comfortable to engage with their kids in silly ways and run around and and scream like they are is that so weird yeah so it's, weird it sounds and just overall as a society we're pretty deconditioned from it yeah so looking at the chakras uh, just as the the 101 just looking at it as a little like picture chart we have the root chakra the sacral chakra solar plexus heart chakra, throat chakra, third eye, and crown chakra. So seven primary chakras. They're located along the central nervous system, the plexus of nerves. I mean, there's a lot of communication that's happening through those areas. Um, it's also been described as a sphere of light that spins, and we want to keep movement through those energy centers. Um, you also have nerve plexus at every single joint in your body. So I think it's about 120 chakras 
that we have, but I don't remember for sure. I focus on the seven primary as many do. The seven are enough anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, the, the, again, the, the seven primary, that's where the, yeah. those big plexus. Yes. Plexuses, plexi. Plex. Are. Plexi. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. the, the root is at the base and talked about it being primarily influenced in our first years of zero to seven. And it has to do with what makes us feel safe, what makes us feel secure, what makes us feel connected, connected to our, our kin, our tribe, our community. And so we can look at the opposite side of that. What makes you feel unsafe? What makes you feel insecure? What makes you feel disconnected? And for most of us, it ties into our family, our friends, and our finances. And so when we have insecurity or fear relating to either those relationships or again, like our, our home, our shelter, our finances, that it weighs on us in a different level than like a work project that we're anticipating totally. an outcome of. And so to connect with, again, even if you can't control something that makes you feel unsafe or insecure, then being able to reconnect with what does make you actually feel safe, what does make you feel secure and connected. And I think it's important to go back to the early years too and look back at those pieces of as, as I was a kid, what made my foundation stable and what made my foundation unstable. And the, the house analogy comes up often in that. I'm certain I'm not the first person to use it. But if you're building your house and let's say, oh, well, how come, how come I have a crack in the wall now or something shifting in, in the windows? Everyone knows it goes back to the foundation. Right. There's also the piece of if my foundation was built on on some sort of surface that isn't stable, it's always going to be a challenge to stabilize everything else above that. And we're not going to try to fix the house or stabilize it from the roof. We have to go back into the root. So you have to connect with what makes you feel safe, secure, and connected. Yeah, so we get too far away from that. And as we get older and we kind of ignore what we know the true issues are, with what gives us this uncomfortable feeling when we get to a certain age or maybe not to a certain age, but when we grow up, we kind of like shove it off to the side and it's hard to go back and be like, well, what the heck is the root problem? Yeah. You know, they kind of like forgot that, you know, anything from zero to seven that was traumatic ever happened because they just kind of put it aside. And what do you come to know? And, you know, when, you know, when therapists talk about when they work with clients, a lot of the times it roots back to, the time yep. when they were up to seven years old, you know, yep. the way that they interacted with their parents and siblings and friends at school and, you know, certain situations that may have forced them to think in another way and put them in a different trajectory or, you know, something yeah. like that. My perception is that through our culture, again, it's like a childish behavior that, oh, if you're looking back on something that happened so long ago, you should be a grown up now and move on and get over it. It was your foundation. It yeah. is your story. Yeah. It's like trying to jump into a middle of a book and understand what's going on and project the outcome based on that. If you haven't read the beginning of the story and actually understood it, you're not going to understand the outcome. That's a beautiful analogy right there. Thank that, you. That's totally right. That's totally right. Thank you. Um, so like to kind of sum up uh, the root chakra, um, we want to always kind of take things back to what makes us feel safe, secure, and connected and, um, you know, identify maybe, uh, 
the things that don't make us feel safe, secure, and connected, and try to you know pinpoint those uh, back to when you were younger. How, like, how do we go about that? Like, how? I mean, how how does somebody become aware of that? Yeah, and spending time, which can be uncomfortable, but actually asking ourselves. So, in a, a current day context of simply connecting with either our family or our friends that we can become so disconnected and disassociated that we over-depend on social media or even texting or um, just a short means of, of contacting communication. And so we feel like, oh, I know what's going on in so-and-so's life. When's the, actual, when's the time you actually sat down, yeah. spent time, looked in that person's eyes, shared a meal or shared some words sure. together and if it's over the phone that's sure. really a wonderful sure. uh, opportunity as well but human human interaction the touch human touch yeah oh, god it's so important i love being touched i know it sounds weird but like no. i like like being hugged and like hugging people i think it's important you know yes. holding hands and shit like that's it's it's something that i think uh, you know we should be open and admit that like yeah it's like we want that we need that and again we're so closed off of that from that within our society i saw this little girl she was three and we were uh, all lined up watching a race and she was just walking along brushing the back of everyone's legs i was like that'd be super weird if she was 37 <laughs> yeah. um, but on the other hand we don't even want the person next to us on the l to brush our shoulder and we're so we have to close ourselves off and everyone else closes themselves off and that we're we're sharing space yeah. right now yeah. it's okay if we bump into each other yeah that for we, sure and yeah again to the, who we actually look at as our our support system that we need to let them support us to yeah, not feel like we're here to to stand alone and do it for sure that's awesome so okay. then that helps to fill us up and fuel us up and there can be other ways but that leads us up to the sacral chakra so we're moving up actually into the center of uh, the pelvic area and that is our energy center that is our our chi our prana our, our soul if you will and it can end up being depleted i talk about purpose serving versus soul serving and that we will have both aspects in life, but I think that you can categorize many things into those areas. So for us right now, I feel like we're hitting both areas in the, in the diagram totally. that we are serving purpose in order to be able to share this information with others, but we're also serving soul yeah. to be able to just collaborate, communicate. Yes. Yes. And that if we spend too much time in the purpose serving circle that we have to we have to make the intention of spending time back in our soul serving and whatever that means it doesn't have to be a, a crazy international vacation it can just be i really like to get my nails done or i really like to like, spend an extra amount of time in the grocery store yeah. whatever those pieces are that serve no purpose other than to just fulfill, fill you up. Yeah, that's super important. I think a lot of people don't even realize what fulfills them. Or I what, agree. You know what I'm saying? And it takes time to understand that, but it's okay to like 
It's like, fine. Like, go do the things that fuels you up. Like, I love sitting here having this conversation with you. And I know I'm going to leave feeling better because this is like, ah, this is great. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I want to be doing this. You know, uh, when I when I coach my kids, if I'm having a, a crappier, like, earlier morning or whatever, the second I leave after a two-hour coaching session talking about not just the physical parts but the mental parts of a, a workout program over a three-month period, like, little tidbits that I can help them, like, just start the day better. Like I leave feeling that much like, whoo, that's good. And it, it, it does go coincide with both purposeful and soul because mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I just try to find for me anyway to like fuse them. You yes. Know? Yeah, absolutely. And then that's the piece of what you were asking earlier about how do I connect more with my intuition? How do I trust the, the big picture more? then making sure that it's not only within that center, the crossover of the two circles, that it is purpose-serving and soul-serving, you've got to go and fill your own soul. Only serve your soul. Which, in my experience within our culture, is very much frowned upon. It is looked down upon to, like, oh, you took a nap today? Good for you. That's awesome. Oh, you left work on time or early and you went and did something for yourself, took a walk, just watched the sunset, spent time with your family. Good for you. It's not like, oh, you worked 16 hours? Mm, You're Mm, a go-getter. Good for you. Oh, you slept four hours? Oh, that makes you great. You're a hard worker. Yeah. And so that, again, that depletes us so much. And then as we move up to the solar plexus, it ties into, it's our personal power and our self-will, but being able to stand up to ourselves and for ourselves, that it's that um, doing versus being. And so the more that I am purpose-serving and I'm doing and I'm focusing out on others and I'm trying to control the outcome, I am not spending any time being we talked about let the cake bake and that I can measure out all of my ingredients. I can mix them together. I can put my cake into the oven and then I got to walk away. I can't go in and poke it and test it too many times. I'm going to let too much heat out of the oven and it's going to mess up the density of my cake. I love this analogy. (laughs) Thank you. I do. I do. Letting the cake, it's such a good one. It's a good one because you do, you got to let it just sit. And then like, this is where, this is where I'll have these these insecure thoughts and these feelings of just like, what the hell am I doing? Like, you know, like I'm trying to you know, check this, check the likes, check the, the yes. you know, the listens and we all, all this shit, right? That's the poking to the cake. That's yes. opening up the oven. It That's is. letting out too much heat. It's trying to have too much control. It's like, dude, pump the, pump the brakes. Like things are in place and the cake is coming up. Yeah. It's going to be. Let it ride. It's going to be a good tasting. (laughs) It's going to be a good tasting cake. Like that's where I want my brain to go. Yeah. Again, it's it's very difficult, but talking about this, and I think a lot of people kind of feel the same way. Yeah. And that's why essentially we're doing this. So I think it's good. So then that ties us right into the heart chakra and heart chakra is love because everything is love. Um, but heart chakra is, I love when you sing it every time. <laughs> <laughs> it I is. Love, it's true. It's good. It, just, it needs that, that quality, it does. <laughs> like it that does. Oprah excitement quality. Yeah, it does. And if, if I am conditionally loving myself, as you were talking about with likes yeah. and if I like, Oh, all right, well then this video was good. And I put all the right hashtags and I got Fuck. lots of likes and views on oh, this. I yeah. I, I can put those it. conditions. Me too. 
me too, but it's, yeah. it feels like unnecessary evil within a- any industry, I think. Yeah. Um, totally. But if I can put those, those conditions on myself to love and approve and accept of what I'm doing, then I can love myself. Or can we just say, whatever, I'm just going to put it out there and I'm going to see what happens. And cool, I'm not attached to the outcome because I'm just doing it because I love it. Mm. I love it. I love me and having that unconditional love. Yes. You know, I asked this to my to my wife the other day. I'm like, do you believe in unconditional love? And she goes, I don't believe it. Like, I don't know that it, can, it exists because every time there's always a condition. And Do you have a dog? I have two dogs. And I, I use that same thing. <laughs> and I talked about the dogs. I was like, are you telling me that you don't love those things unconditionally? They walk outside and they come in. and they, You know, like that's to me an example of of unconditional love and the way that your dog unconditionally loves you they don't give a shit right no. they don't they don't care that you smell bad when you come home after no. a workout right they don't care that you're angry about something and you took it out on them yeah. no like, no i love you let's, can i have a treat let's snuggle yes let's hang out so i still want to lick your face yes right so like <laughs> like <laughs> that'll, that'll be our new our new movement yeah. let me just lick your face <laughs> but, uh, forget rubbing shoulders on the L no. I'm just gonna turn and lick your face yeah that's what that's what I like to do now <laughs> get sued in this, in this day and age yeah uh, anyway but yeah like you know it's a it's a deep question and like I <clears throat> excuse me but like 11 years together like I want our relationship to keep evolving keep growing keep talking about things that are that are challenging and um, you know like we do unnecessarily put conditions on stuff you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, and it messes up. It messes up the equilibrium of whatever it is that you're trying to create. Well, because we put it upon ourselves first. So then the conditions that we have to love others, we can only love anything or anyone else as much as we love ourselves first. Yeah. And so if I am going to have these conditions, if I'm looking for your approval, it's really because I haven't approved of myself first. And we've talked about that in terms of movement. We've talked about that in terms of nutrition, that we set ourselves up for so many opportunities to punish ourselves and conditionally love ourselves. And if we can wipe that down and actually just say, I want to move because it feels good to move. Mm. I don't want to do this shit that is breaking my knees and my back Mm. and leaving me exhausted and wiped out. I don't want to eat in this way that feels like I have so many rules and things that I can do and can't do and just actually experience life. We have to first remove those conditions from ourselves so we can say, it's all right. It's all right if I work out one day a week it's all right if I work out one day a month, but if I move in a way that feels good, I can do that all the time. All the time. And all I don't have time. to worry about a diet if I can eat foods that nourish my body that I feel fulfilled with yeah. versus having, again, something that I'm specifically trying to create. Mm-hmm. I can feel, again, nourished and fulfilled with everything that I'm putting into me if I am doing it with love and again having that sort of joy response in what I'm experiencing dude totally god and then you know like that's hard to do when you go to a corporate job or when you have this life that's highly demanding and 
you know, you're doing work for a long period of time that you don't really have any sort of connection or emotional yes. attachment yes. towards. So like when I think it starts in school, totally. Right? Like we, oh <laughs> shit! We have to go to school and we have to do all this yeah. crap that we don't want to do. Yeah. And so we're conditioned into that mindset from a very, very, very early age. Super sad. Yeah. Super sad. Uh, wow. And I, I naively thought I can go in and kind of like change the mantra that is the education system, but like, you know, it's a big task to do, but I feel like just even by doing this kind yes! of stuff, like yes. this, this and is, I don't think it's naive at all. And maybe you're not actually within the structure, the four walls of, of a school system, but how many more people can you impact across the country, across the globe who can access this yeah, versus right. just your physical being and where you take right, up space. Right, right, so right. This is huge. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Taking totally. that right into perfectly communication. Yes. Look how beautifully it would be just like we a, scripted this, but just we did not. <laughs> <laughs> so the throat chakra is communication and it is our ability to speak our truth and speak our truth to others, but speak our truth to ourselves. And am I actually saying I am highly dissatisfied in this relationship? I am highly dissatisfied in this profession. And then that's where it gets a little tricky because we have to look back. I'm highly dissatisfied with what I'm choosing to do. Doesn't mean that we have to look back and look negatively on any of the other decisions that we made because everything is what we did to get us to this point. We're doing the best we can with what we have right now, the skill base, the knowledge that we have. And then it is powerful to be able to take that and say, okay, self, thank you. You did a damn good job getting yourself here and you did a damn good job being aware of it enough to be able to realize that you want to make change and you want to do something different. So to be able to really communicate I'm, I'm not okay with whatever status quo piece of it it is. I want to make change and I'm, I'm afraid of that. Wow. Yeah. You're talking about talking to yourself. That's like, it's important. You have to develop that relationship, you know, yeah. with yourself. And That's, you have to love yourself in order to be sure, able to do it. Sure. I also think a huge piece is the way we communicate with other people. You know, nowadays, especially coming from a corporate setting for a little while, like you see that people are lost in communication. It's like me versus you almost. And it's really sad. Um, I think the way you communicate with people kind of uh, it flows into other ways that you live. And I think that if you treat people poorly that means that it'll have that negative ripple effect because that one person will be in contact with a thousand people in an instant and it, boom, it ripples even faster. So like, you know, being mindful of how we communicate, the way we do it, what our intention is behind what we say, it needs to be thought through. I don't know that people think <laughs> through the shit they say sometimes. But to recognize again that piece of if you're treating someone else shitty, it's because you've been treating yourself shitty. Yeah. That... Again, however you love yourself is how you're going to love everyone else. Boom. And if I, I, <laughs> I was a little bit of an angry driver through much of my life. <laughs> and to As be able like to, 99% of people are. Right? Yeah. But to be able to come to a place where I get that person who pulls out in front of me or I have to say that really slow person, like, good, you moving along. Yeah. I won't say that every single time I go to this place, but much more often than not, and way more than I ever did, I'm able to just be grateful and say, all right, 
I hear you. Yeah. You're telling me to slow down. Yep. And while I really want to move, I appreciate what you're putting in front of me right now. And I'm seeing it. I see you that you're telling me I need to slow down. Okay. Yep. Thank <laughs> you. But it's also an example of like, w- like we don't understand like, hey, just being in the car is putting us in a flight or flight state, right? Yes. Because we're, yes. we don't, we are at, in jeopardy of, yes. of, of living or dying because we don't know anything could happen, right? So when something does pop out in front of us or someone is driving too slow or we get cut off, our inclination naturally is to f- burst out in anger, yes. right? So like imagine if you're, in that fight or flight state all the time, which people are yes. because they, they, again, they're going to their shitty job, they're in shitty relationships, right? And so like that, you know, that communication, you know, kind of ripples. The way people talk to them will have, and their thought process are going to be distorted. So it's like the same type of type of thing. Don't when you I lived there for so much of my life, I had no idea that I was in this chronic sympathetic or fight or flight state. And so sympathetic nervous system, looking at sort of the two branches, if you will, of the central nervous system, parasympathetic being your rest and digest. And so with a really rocky foundation and not having known the skills to be able to start healing through that, I was chronically in this angry fight or flight, quick to temper state and And then I lived everything else through that. I worked really long days, had a lot of restrictions on how I loved myself through my movement and through my food. And until I was again able to tap into what happened in my early years in my route, was I only then able to get to a place of not punishing myself in movement, not punishing myself in nutrition, but even being able to have awareness of how much I was stressing myself out, how crazy the hours were that I was working. I was seeing around 50 clients a week. Nuts. You're driven. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Yeah. So, and, and I, and I remember, I remember seeing people around that time and telling them, and I remember feeling and I'd say, Oh, Oh, I'm working this much and having people who were older than me saying, Oh, well you're young and like you You can can do it. it. Yeah, you can handle it. Suck it up. But I, I knew, I knew within me that it wasn't good. It wasn't what I wanted, but I didn't know how to change it at that time because I didn't value myself enough to change it. I didn't love myself enough to change it. And I do now. Sure. So, yay me. Congratulations. Thank you. But it's, you know, it is. Like, I, I think I think it's, 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 it's an ongoing struggle. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many times, no matter, like, how confident I am with my teaching, with my podcast, with reaching out to people and kind of just building this and, you know, having my days where I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to let that bread bake and feel good about the process. Like, I can be self-sabotaging. Like, I'm just like, God, this this podcast sucks. The audio is not as good as I want it to be. Like, get your shit together. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, how, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, it's just, like, destructive thought patterns because at the end of the day, I just want to be the best version of me. Yeah. So, like, I guess it is coming from a place of love. But you got to learn to, like... Again, communicate so, with yourself in that way. And that, point. like you just said, it is it is coming from a place of love that we do want to be the best versions of ourselves. Yeah. Everybody, everybody everybody does. So then my sort of answer to that is then when you're able to catch yourself, what a beautiful thing, congratulate yourself. Say, okay, way to go. You caught yourself right. in in this side of it, uh, either sympathetic or this spiral. And now I'm just going, I still have to do this work. I have to finish editing. I have to finish whatever Whatever it is. is. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to take a single deep breath. 
I'm going to get a drink of water. I'm just going to walk around. I'm going to do some kettlebell swings. Yeah, whatever whatever your piece is for you, yes. And I'm going to acknowledge that I was aware of this. I'm acknowledging, like, good job, self, happy thoughts. And... And then maybe you need to see a little sunshine. I'm trying to connect all the foundations in there. I'm getting into movement, nutrition, hydration, sleeping, circadian cycle, breathing, and thinking. And those are just little quick, like in your pocket. You don't need anything, tools for them. You don't need to buy anything. You don't need to be in a place. You don't need to have money, time, otherwise to do it. It's right there. You got to breathe. Totally. You got to drink water. You got to eat. Dude. You're spot on. So that is the way that we connect with our intuition. So third eye chakra connects us to our intuition. And we disconnect from intuition by, again, giving and looking to everything else rather than being able to connect back in with ourself and what our own needs are and trusting trusting in ourselves. Yeah, and this is like, all right, this is, again, it almost ties back to you know why we're talking about why we're talking why we're talking about this is because it you know understanding all these things and you know asking yourself these questions it, it balances us in in an internal way you know then you take care of the whole physical aspect the nutritional aspect not over here you have sleep that's something that i don't think gets talked about nearly enough but when you're fully rested and you're taking care of all those other points your intuition is the exact same thing as what the environment is telling you in my point of view right the environment tells you things you start to think about things on a a level that you're experiencing in that moment and it kind of programs you to kind of make the next move or you know understand where you're at and just be whatever it is right um i want to teach people to like understand that information as clear as possible right so they could they too could have that that skill whenever they want it yes you know whenever they want it and feel where they are out of touch or where they are out of tune and just, you know, work on those things or don't and just kind of be and see how that is for you. It's connecting with our needs in such little ways. It is going to a restaurant and looking at a menu and not picking out what we think that we should be eating. And, and even on the other side of it, if you're the person who doesn't really like, Oh, I don't care. I'm just going to get, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever the piece is yeah, yeah. for you. If you're not looking at on the, like trying to be healthy side yeah. of it, that there's still an intuition there that you can look at it and let your body experience the food that you're eating. The yeah. number of people who have told me, Oh, I have, I have this type of meal and I know it doesn't digest well. Why yeah. do you keep eating it totally because it's simple and it's maybe a little bit harder to go in it's it doesn't have to be that hard if we take a moment and ask ourselves what our needs are in just little ways all the time it will help to balance out the, the many times that we have shut down what our actual needs are throughout the day throughout the years yeah totally man so then that connection to intuition then can help us connect to our higher power connection to the energy that that brought us together that brings us here right now that connects us with the the floor that we're sitting in the air the air that we all breathe and that circulates on this planet that we are all we are all connected yeah i I remember paul check talking about like yeah take a breath breath of fresh air it's like that air was being taken in by ancestors from 
thousands of years ago yeah. and it's still just like circulating and you're taking that in and it's just like whoa I like know. you know just to stop and think about that when you're in your high-rise job and your suit and tie yeah. you know it's like oh okay we've come so far like what am i really doing let's you know let's reevaluate and you know you said you know the, the crown thinking taking in a higher connection i i battle like sounding so woo woo versus like trusting and like really believing in that um and maybe that goes back to my root like what types of things that i encounter when i was younger that made me you know second guess a higher power and what have you um and that's another story for another day i never really was really religious but that's the first thing that like gets you know thrown into your system when you're you're a kid church god you know the devil and stuff like that and it gives you like a weird perception yeah and i've always rights felt, and wrongs yeah rights and wrongs good and evil dark and dark and light all that yeah. stuff so like i felt very like weary about that stuff from the get-go i just you know as i get older it's like oh those are anthropomorph anthropomorphications of you know what we're talking about here as far as energy and and the way we treat ourselves and love and all this stuff and you know connecting to something bigger has always been really it's becoming more and more clear as i get older right like what why am i doing this work what are we why are we sitting here meeting right like yeah it's we want to be fulfilling ourselves we want to help other people but that's also a, it's connected to something bigger right because whatever we're doing here is going to have an impact somewhere in china or somewhere in, in another country and that is having like a crazy impact which i think is you know bigger than us bigger than yeah what we can there's, perceive there is a yeah right <sighs> a, a higher power um, an energy much greater than us if you want to look at just the internet <laughs> right <laughs> that's that's or that that physical oh, um, speaking of that i'm so glad you said this fuck i'm reading this book by michael Pollan, the psychedelic book okay um and i'm reading the part of paul stamets paul stamets is the, the guy known for mushrooms yep. and mycelium and yeah talks about the internet mycelium neurological networks dark matter and then i threw in their connective tissue because they're all these universal networks that connect pieces yes. together from all over the place and they're so intelligent enough to be like well if this part isn't getting enough nutrients as far as like mycelium right we're going to make sure that this plant gets enough nutrients so that the animals in this area can survive so that the humans in the in the area can survive and how plants have co-evolved with humans to you know work with them and, and and teach them things like that is so fascinating to me right and then you look at the internet it does the same shit neurological networks are the same stuff we don't know much about dark matter yet uh but connective tissue does the same yes, thing it'll tell your body system, right yes. it'll tell your body where your weak weak points are and it'll turn on things that need to be turned on so yes. like these i think i think humans are along the same thing same lines right we connect with each other to have a bigger impact on a global scale which has a bigger impact on a cosmic scale and like this is the stuff that i keep learning that i want to learn and i can't ignore it when people say i'm not interested in it or or like oh it's too woo woo even though i do battle myself like how do how do we ignore this stuff Hot. We can't. No, I, I mean, I don't feel like we can ignore it either, but then to be able to connect on the other side of it, that I've talked before about us not being in a society. We, we talk, we look on Instagram, and we see things about self-love and mm -hmm. self-empowerment. Mm -hmm. And then again, within our culture, we're still promoting those actions as being selfish and self-centered. But in order to 
help people have have a tool, some way to start moving into uh, and a greater understanding of of the world of energy of the universe of of themselves and to again be able to connect back to what their needs are so i wrote out with each chakra i talked about several of them along the way but ways that we can end up depleting the the chakras yes this and is good so, and this is probably what a lot of people do what we do yeah. what we do this yeah. is the flux right yep. this is the back and forth we do this all the, the yin time and the, yang, the yin maybe. and the yang yes. right Go ahead. Go for so, it. So, um, going back to the root. The going root back chakra. to the root. Absolutely. Always. Always, always back, back to, the, to root. the root chakra. Our relationships, our job, our home, or where we live, as in the, the actual geographical ro- location, all of those are, are big factors in what can end up negatively influencing the root chakra. And they also, if they're, they're fulfilling us, they can also support it. Right. So I'm just going to go ahead and strip this yeah, down. Yeah, go ahead. Go for time. it. Go so for family, it. friends, finances are what I like to say for the root chakra. And then I look at those as the ways that we can end up. Like it's important to have those be in place in sure. order to support and have um, nice movement. I don't want to say stability because there isn't stillness no. in it. And so depletion for the sacral chakra, we talked about the purpose serving versus soul serving, Mm -hmm. that the purpose serving ends up depleting and drawing and draining. So like an example would be people that are constantly doing things for other people and they don't bring it back to themselves ever. Yeah. And then it can, it can, it can feel, it can seem as though, again, it's touted within our culture. Even if, even if you have a job, I mean, being a teacher, being a nurse, being a care provider that can be very fulfilling. It's also very, very draining. It's very demanding. And I learned that within um, Chinese medicine that we look at the the lines, the wrinkles on the face as expression of emotions, and particularly looking at the wrinkles that are above the lip, that those are depletion of your your chi, your prana. And that when we start to get the lines below the lip, that that is resentment. And it can possibly be resentment toward a person, but more often than not, it's resentment toward ourselves, resentment for the things that we didn't do and that we ended up letting go of. And so to, again, to be able to tie back to self, Huge. that, that chopping, chopping wood analogy that if I'm sitting over here with matches and newspaper, trying to make a fire, I can't help you. I can barely keep myself warm. I definitely can't do anything with that fire. And then if I can slowly just grab a stick, all right, I'm throwing my stick on there. I'm going to reach a little further. Got another stick. And then maybe I can take a step away and I can grab a little bit bigger step. Okay, I can take a step and I can actually swing at my log and start to get a log chopped down. So that's where, again, it takes time to chop that wood. The journey. But once I've got my log on my fire, not only can I be warmed by it i can invite other people to my fire i can even walk away from my fire and i can help you i can help you chop wood and build your own fire but until i'm safe and secure and then connected then i can fill up i love that analogy you are full of these (laughs) fucking awesome analogies i do love analogies no they're good because they're (laughs) great it's a great way to explain something to somebody in like a very like visual way and I'm a visual person so when you explain this to me it's like oh I get it that's what I'm trying to do that's like my that's my mission you yeah. know and I'm still constructing my damn fire yes. and I'm trying to keep it 
safe so that you know even storm rains don't knock it out. Yes, right? yeah. But I'm over here with newspapers and matches. Right. But yeah. I, and then again, I want to like I want to do my best to like help other people build their fire. Yes. Like, that's in my fucking calling. I'm not sure how, why or how, but like that is what it is, and I'm gonna keep doing it. Yes. Somehow. Anyway, yeah, let's, together, let's keep together, going. Baby. Together, together. So solar plexus, uh, we talked about doing versus being when we do too much yeah. uh, versus, again, being able yep. to, to be and have giving to self and giving to others in order to be able to um, support it. And again, we have to give to self, then we can give to others. Um, heart chakra conditional love is what can drain and deplete that. So I love to- you if... Yeah, right. I love me if. I love me if. Yeah. Right. See, like you do, you do a really good job of of talking about bringing it back to like the individual and yourself. And Thank you. Yeah, for sure. I, I love it. I think it is just the the factor. It is crucial, and again, it's not um, encouraged. Good job taking a nap today. Sure. sure, sure. <laughs> give and then to be able to give and receive unconditional love to self. So again, going back to that uh, lip description mm-hmm. I was talking about, I was told that in order to have your own natural fillers <laughs> for your, your lip fillers, that it comes through making choices that make you feel guilty about what you're doing and knowing that it's going to come in a, in a good place, right? I'm not like, oh, I feel guilty that I mugged that person. No, it's like I, I, when I first thought about it, I was like, oh, maybe I would feel guilty if I got a massage one day and craniosacral the next day and then acupuncture the next day. Uh, no, I realized that what made me feel guilty was like my husband getting out of bed and taking care of our daughter right. and I decided to stay in bed or I felt guilty to not respond to an email and I just went and stretched for 15 minutes first. I had to stop, put down my phone, like walk away from the phone. But once I did that and I brought in those little opportunities to connect with myself first, I still got everything done that I needed to. I was much more focused. I was efficient in it. We know all of those things exist. It is just applying it. So when we can apply it in quick, simple ways, I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to take a breath for myself first. I'm going to go and get a a coffee, a juice, a tea, whatever for myself first. Then I'm going to tackle this. Sure. And throat chakra depletion, holding it in, holding Oof, it in. Don't do it. No. I've been no. there. We've all yeah, been there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So then speaking our truth to others and speaking our truth to ourselves. I think when we hold it in, I don't want to bypass this because this is so big. Like we hold stuff in and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't sit right. And we kind of like, again, going back to the beginning, we like shun it, throw it away. We don't think about it. It manifests in a negative way, like, you know sooner rather than later yeah you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that's all sitting within and talk about buzzing bees and that all of my thoughts and my anxieties and my fears and my overwhelm are just like bzz, 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 bouncing around in my head and so when i'm actually able to communicate it i'm expressing it i'm letting it transform into another vibration and energy so even if i'm writing things down but i believe in the power of communication that transforms that energy and going back to religion to me growing up in the catholic faith that is confession 
That is the power of going to confession, reconciliation, to be able to say, I have this person to hear me. Mm -hmm. I'm connecting. Mm -hmm. We have community right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to take my woes, my troubles, my sins. I understand that if you look up what the actual historical, like the, the evolution of the word sin, that it is, it are, it's our troubles, our, our woes, not our wrongdoings. And that I'm able to express my grievances, have you hear them. And that's able to move that. It's that a cleansing energy. process. Absolutely. It's supposed to be good. Absolutely. Yeah. Depletion of third eye goes back to self doubt. Woohoo! I'm in that camp. <laughs> Aren't we all? Absolutely. We go, and again, that flux with the yin and yang. We go back and forth. There's tons of self doubt. Absolutely. But then there's tons of confidence and so trust. So then we in love yourself. ourselves for saying, all right, I'm aware. I'm aware of my doubt right now. So yep. what I'm going to do? not keep going here. I'm just going to do something for myself. Yeah, I'm going to sure. leave. I'm going to take just a little walk around the block. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up off my rear end. And I'm, again, going to grab a drink of water. Just making simple choices. Connect back to yourself, then reconnect with what you need to do. And so it is, it's trusting. Trusting in ourselves. Trusting in our innate wisdom, our intuition. And then finally, the crown. We're going to exhaust the crown by overthinking. Woohoo! Who's yeah. not in that boat? Me. We all, all of are. us. We all again. are. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's the thing that it is. It is us now. It's not even a woo-woo thing. It's not like an, an old thought thing. It's all of us right now. We're all feeling and experiencing all of this. And we can connect back to ourselves. So by, again trusting in the big picture we are able to have that connection to higher power and trust trust the journey that it's not about having our our end point goal it's good to set goals and then we're able to move in a direction to mm -hmm. at least help us to take a step forward mm -hmm. versus being in that two yin side that i described before of not even taking a step but rather than feeling like i need to sprint to my goal and have it be this linear path I'm going to let myself swirl around over here and realize that, oh, I really like this view. I'm a little bit away from my goal, but I feel great. And I'm okay if I never go back over there. I'm really happy with where this has taken me. That's huge. Yeah. Dude, that's huge. Like, this is a, this is a great map. It's a great, like, the bu bullet points for, you know, ourselves, for people, for anybody who's interested in self-development and i'm very passionate about that i think it's very important in this journey like we need to acknowledge faults we need to acknowledge uh, you know everything and, and always you know try to bring it back love yourself put you know forth good energy to other people and leave this place better than when we found it i feel like that's important you know yeah. like we're gonna there's gonna be keep a continuous like generation beyond generation of people that are gonna be here you know and uh if that connecting power, whatever that is, you know, it's us. It's a version of us on this, like, cosmic scale. Like, I feel like when when people get too self-centered and overthink and self-doubt and all this negative shit, like, that higher power is going to be like, that's it. Forget that. That's, that's done down there. You know what I mean? And it's still there. It's still there for us and supporting us. It's letting us have that time to become self-aware, to reconnect with our intuition, to reestablish our self-care, our self-love, yeah. and our awareness of our foundation. For sure. For sure. Now, that being said, I know we, we kind of flipped it, and we do got, I, I do got to bounce in a little bit, but uh, let's, let's talk about how, let's talk about how 
our personal collaboration here yeah. can like evolve as well yeah. right we're talking about doing steel mesa park here doing classes with unconventional tools and teaching people how to balance through this you know this this weird unconventional offset weight you know that uh will strengthen their connective tissue it'll teach them to move in these planes of motion it'll teach them to connect breath and movement and become more parasympathetic but at the same time build a stronger foundation um how do you see like workshops developing how do you see like that how do you see that forming you know like it's good to have visions and it's good to have goals and like what are your thoughts on that well that ties us so perfectly into the little image that i did not end up describing (laughs) of my my chakra chakra man chakra man so uh each of the chakras has an area in the body that it physically affects so root we think of legs sacral, pelvis, solar plexus through the abdomen, heart chakra through the thoracic spine area, uh-huh. and throat chakra through the neck, shoulders, and arms, third eye chakra through the head, and then crown chakra sitting directly at the top of the head. So when you think about in terms of movement, as in everything that we do, in particularly in functional movement, connect into all of those physical areas. So we're able to take something like steel mace, and look at, all right, this movement is able to connect us into our root. This movement is able to mobilize through our sacral chakra. Hmm. This same movement is able to mobilize us through our throat chakra. Hmm. Interesting. Right? Interesting. So, like, yeah, like tying, tying this piece to movement practice. So, like, going back to workshops, going back to, like, tying this together do you see like weekend things where we can do like a five hour six hour movement unconventional tool flow practice oh my goodness absolutely with meditation even able to start out as something small right like you can incorporate this work within a one hour class and be able to have those uh, just awareness of those tools and then when people are ready to take it and they're able to take more than just a bite and they're ready to sit down for a meal that they can start to look at okay I've been talking about this stuff and, and it's true when I not only, if I've got this pain in my body and rather than going into it and being aggressive about fixing this part of my body, if I'm actually just sort of thinking about moving it and visualizing maybe water, energy, light, whatever, flowing through that blockage seems super weird. That's huge. Visualizing the light going through the blockage. Yes. That's good terminology. I like that. Yeah. So then, and, and people experience that, all right, this, this juju that they're talking about seems like it might actually be something. Okay. Maybe I want to learn a little bit more about the juju. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then to let that transform into something that is, you're already incorporating so much work with breath. You're already talking so much about parasympathetic nervous system. Yeah. So then to be able to add in these other components, but again, my mission is to make it simple to be able to help people connect with it in in a moment that they can have their their pocket guide to holistic health yeah for sure and then that could be something that they could use a resource constantly and shift back to more of a present state when shit does hit the fan like we all can experience yes and how and how we can use it all the time all the time it doesn't have to be i'm in this like weekend long retreat that it's every day yeah yeah. it's every day in every moment in little ways yeah for sure dude way to wrap this up way to do this thank you so much for your time again episode 100 
Woohoo! But this is not like the end goal. This is level just level up. Yeah, level up. Pokemon style. <laughs> We're not. I don't. You know, go back to Pokemon. I don't even know any of the names anymore. I don't know. Was that your thing? Were you? Were you a, a, a little bit older, so not not you quite. It. You yeah, it. yeah, oh, I'm whatever. aware enough of it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but any, I mean, any any game, right? I definitely yeah. gamed as as yeah. a young person, and to be able to again go back to our ability to spontaneously play sure. and to not look back, and I was like, why are they talking about Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, no, it's great to think about that. But like another thing, like this podcast and stuff, it's it's fun for me. It's play, even though it's yes. work. It's just it's something that's so interesting for me to do, and like the things that come up because of it the people that are listening or impacted by it it's crazy it's crazy so i appreciate your time this was great likewise um, thank you i'm looking so forward much. to the next the next yeah, the next uh thing the next thing workshop yeah, classes Watch. everything more to come more to come and that's the podcast, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. If you want more information on Kristen Stafford and Balance Fitness Studio, check the show notes. You will have a direct link there to Steel Mace 101 classes and everything that Balance has to offer. That was it. I hope you enjoyed the show. Check out my Instagram, Danny Cola Fitness. As always, if you like what you hear, please share, review, and rate the podcast. That's the way that this can keep going. So that's it, everybody. I hope to engage soon. Have a wonderful day.